Welcome to the Heart and Home Podcast. We're your hosts, Shannon, Ashley, and Jessica. We want to normalize mental health and show how it can affect all the different pieces of our lives and provide some solidarity and community. Thanks so much for joining us. We're so glad you're here. Welcome back to another episode of the Heart and Home Podcast. We are on season four, are we? I think so. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. And we are trying something new today. Um, We are all recording from our homes, which normally we have like had to like move schedules around so we can all get together. And we just realized that like we can actually do this from the comfort of our own home and it might actually be better quality (laughs) sound. Mm -hmm. Yeah, except for I'll warn um, everyone listening that my kids are all awake and one of them is three and we've already had to stop for a break so that he could uh, use the bathroom. So, (laughs) Hey, that's that's real life, right? So it is. is. We'll try and edit him out as much as possible. But (laughs) that's that's Shannon's territory. She's our master editor and good luck to her. Well, today we kind of thought what we would do is with the kickoff of a new season and the start of another new year, you know, just to kind of talk about wellness and habits, good habits otherwise, and just kind of talk through some of maybe our 2023 goals, I guess. Um, Yeah, that's what we thought maybe we'd start with. Yeah. Who wants to kick it off, Jessica? I feel like I don't want to start talking because I don't know when you guys are. When we're together, I can see when you're going to start talking. So now it's a little bit awkward, but um, I would love to. I think um, what what I can start with is I feel like I used to do New Year's resolutions. I feel like I totally was that person, but I also wasn't really aware of maybe how they were negatively impacting me for the rest of the year. And what I mean by that is I'm not great with habits that are necessarily healthy for me. It's so easy, you know, to build the more negative habits, like, you know, scrolling on your phone when you, there's so much to do and you're overwhelmed and you're just like, okay. And then you just go to your phone, but you know, so like I I have been trying to adopt new habits, but so I feel like a resolution. I used to be that person, but then a couple of years ago, my sister, she had said something like, um, oh, do you have anything, you know, planned for the new year? And I'm like, not really. Like, I just don't really do that anymore. I feel like it kind of sets me up for failure because then if I don't, accomplish maybe that goal or resolution or whatever it is, I just kind of feel crappy about myself. And I'm like, oh, you can't stick with anything. So then it kind of sets the tone, you know, maybe for the year of like, this year isn't going to be any different than any other year kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. And so she said, she said, well, I picked a word for this year and I'm just going to really focus in on that word throughout the year because it's really something that's important to me right now at the stage I am. So I'm like, okay, that's cool. So I've done that the last couple of years instead of doing like a master, you know, list of goals and resolutions, kind of easing my way into it and being a little bit more gentle with myself of let's just think of a word and one word that's really, um, I feel like maybe prominent right now that I feel like I could be better at is just consistency with anything. It's consistency. If I want to make a nighttime or 
uh, morning routine and get more into a habit of not just waking up, looking at the time, freaking out because I'm a thousand years late already, and then running out the door and, and starting my day on an overwhelming note. I hate that. So mm-hmm. with it, you know, instead of maybe mapping out all these goals, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to focus on consistency throughout the year because that could apply to anything that could apply to you know, the love that I give myself, I need to be more consistent with that. Or the habits that I'm making, I need to be more consistent with that. So I try to do this overarching theme um, and crossing my fingers that it works. I think that, yeah, I'm the same way as you, Jessica. I'm like, I know that a New Year's resolution for me, I'm just going to like focus on it for the first maybe week or two. And then all of a sudden, like, I'm not going to be doing what I thought I was going to do. And I just set myself up what I think is like failure. So instead of calling them new year's resolutions, like I just have, I guess, you know, like more of just an overall, like, um, like outlook to what I want the next year to look like. So like, for me, I definitely want to get outdoors more. I want to do more like that. I want to take, take advantage of what we have around us. Like we have all these hiking trails around us where we live. And I seriously, for the first time, finally hiked one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, last Sunday, which is really sad because we've lived here for over a year. And I'm like, I mean, I've gone out there, but I, I didn't get very far. And this time we, we hiked all the way to the end. And I was just like, okay, see, and my husband's like, now that you've done this one, now we can go to a new hiking trail and another one. And I'm like, wait, 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 <laughs> let's, let's do one at a time. Um, but I think more of that, just like having things on, I want to say kind of like on a bucket list, but more of like a checklist of things that I just want to make sure I accomplished within the year and not so much just like to change my whole lifestyle, but these are the things I want to do this year. Yeah. Um, I was just listening to the radio the other day and they were talking about the most common new year's resolutions are like kicking a habit, being better about spending or saving money. And then like fitness or nutritional goals, weight loss stuff. Yeah. And I feel like I always make these like, nutritional or weight loss goal, not so much weight loss goals, but Mm -hmm. I don't know, more fitness based. And, um, I, so because of my autoimmune stuff, I recently started like injectable meds, which are kind of a last resort because my joints are so bad. Um, and so I just decided like this year it's, I don't like need to look good. I don't need to do this or that. I just want to feel good. I was listening to a podcast. I really love, um, she's a motivational speaker. She's very well known. Her name is Mel Robbins. I would highly recommend that anybody, um, listen and follow to follow her, um, Instagram or Facebook, wherever you're on. I'm sure she's that too, but she recently started a podcast, I think last fall. And she is just phenomenal to listen to. Um, and I really, feel I resonated a lot with what she said in the last couple of episodes and something that she said was it's kind of morbid but instead of like it's truly it's digging in to see if your goals are really things that you want to do or are they just like the ones that Ashley said about just kind of like the standard I should be working out three or four times a week and I'm not. So that's going to be my goal this year. Cause that, Mm -hmm. that would always be me. That's something I would do. So Mm -hmm. Mel said, it's kind of morbid to think about, but if you are able to think about it, think about it in reverse, think about your life in reverse. And if today you knew today was your last day and you're thinking back, 
on your life, what are things you wish you would have done or things maybe you would have prioritized a little bit more? Those should be your goals. So like for me, I'm like, oh, wow. Like, okay, eye opening. So I did that. I, I looked back. I'm like, okay, if today I knew when I went to bed tonight, today was my last day. What, how do I feel like I did um, with my life and what did I want to do more of? And nothing was about like, I'm, I feel, could I be more toned? Yes, ma'am. Um, you know, could I maybe le- eat less Culver's? Yes, you know it. <laughs> but those would not be on my list of, right. I wish I would have changed that. It would be, I wish I would have been more present with my family instead of thinking of work the next day, getting caught up with whatever I'm overwhelmed with, um, you know, and snapping at them when it was really something that I'm just overwhelmed about, or it was being more intentional with my time and, you know, not having that little bit of a morning routine, even if it's 20 minutes of just like, whatever I need to do, like just really enjoying where I'm at. So that was something that I really took from hers is that to see if your goals are truly what you want to be doing, think of your life in the opposite direction instead of the forward momentum that I feel like, you know, we're always going towards, which is great. We want that forward momentum, but to really feel like, are my goals what I want them to be and actually meaningful to me? kind of think of it in reverse. I am so like blown away right now by that. I know. That concept is so amazing. And I'm like totally going to use that. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I I just, I like like not making yourself fit like the standard mold, you know, and just like finding things that fit you instead. I like that concept. Yep. You know, like some of the things that we take for granted too, like I'm just sitting here thinking of what you just said, Jessica, and like how, if I were to be living my life backwards and the things I would wish I did more of, I wish that I would have texted some of the friends I haven't talked to in a really long time, like my high school or my, you know, grade school, like my best friend, um, making a time to see her making time to see other people too. And it's just like the little things that we just like, all just kind of feel like we have, you know, we have another day, we have plenty of time and we have no control over time. So yeah, I, I love that concept. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The other thing we talked about um, a little bit offline was unplugging. And I know that doesn't really help our case with a podcast (laughs) um, or (laughs) any of that, but because we we do realize that there's the benefits of um, having access to all these resources of which are on your, you know, social media or whatever. But um, we, and we've talked about um, social media in general a lot on this podcast, but unplugging isn't just getting off your phone, although that is a big part of it. But it's, it could be anything. It could be unplugging from work. If you're somebody that, you know, nowadays I feel like we have work connected to us at all times, mm-hmm. whether it be our email, our, you know, we, you know, voicemail, email, texting, whatever. Mm-hmm. If I hear that Microsoft Teams, um, again, where, you know, you get that call coming in, somebody oh, used that yeah. as like a sound the other day, because it's becoming that same sound that you hear with your phone alarm. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, unplugging is is so important. And I think there should be some sort of like, I don't know, plan for every day that you can just sort of set aside time with completely being unplugged. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. I had I, I feel like it's already been a year, which is very surprising. Because so before, before I worked at the job that I'm at now, they did not allow anyone 
other than managers to have email on their phone because they're like, you don't need to worry about anything when you're not here. Like if like the, the managers might need to because mm-hmm. of whatever reason, but like, so no, like they would not give us access to our email on our phone, which I'm like super weird. Like I, you know, like want to be caught up or whatever it was. Now though, I was in a completely different position at that point. I was in a clock in clock out job. I worked at a bank and I, there was no, nothing I needed to do as a personal banker at home. Like I couldn't bring the bank systems home with me to do people's, you know, deposits or open their accounts or business stuff, whatever it was. I could not do that at home. So there was no need for that. Now though, I'm in a much different setting in work environment where it's not a clock in clock out. It's a, you know, you get your job done, however many hours it takes you. And because we're in, I'm in the um, consulting, my, my business is a consulting firm. So we don't have like customers coming in. So we don't have, I mean, we have on like Google, like open hours, but Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's a consulting firm. So we don't have like customers coming in or, or whatever. So it's very much, you know, you just, you work however long you need to work to get your job done. And so now I, I did have my email on my phone for a good year and a half. And that sound Shannon of my (laughs) email coming in heightened my anxiety. Yeah. It triggers you. I totally, anytime I hear somebody in public that has like my ringtone as their, or like my alarm as their ringtone, it like makes me feel anxious. (laughs) I know. Yes. Yes. And it was funny because I had gotten, um, I'd gotten a new watch an Apple watch. That was like the, the cellular. Oh my gosh. Help me. Cellular (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, one that, you know, like you could get the notifications or whatever on your phone. It wasn't just, you know, for like tracking your steps and the time and things like that. So it was connected to your phone plan. Um, and I had gotten that, I feel like maybe like uh, two years ago now or something like that. And my mom had said, and I thought she was crazy at the time. So I'm like, what? But she's like, just don't let that control your life. I'm like, mom, it's a watch. And mm-hmm. she's like, I know, but just don't let it. And now I, I think about that and I'm like, she knew, she knew what was going to happen. And I didn't mm-hmm. know because she's had been through it, you know, with her own jobs and, and getting that email at home and things like that. And, and same thing, the email notifications would come on my watch. I would look at it. I'd read those couple sentences and and immediately I would start to get triggered and anxious about what I now needed to do for the next day, what maybe I was behind on already that day. And now the workload's piling up. And then I would take that out on my family. I'd come home and, you know, let's say like dinner wasn't started and I'd be like, blah, blah, I have to do everything. And I felt like that because I just got this email of Jessica, can you help me with this? Yeah. I felt, oh, another thing I have to do. And mm-hmm. for you guys who have kids, I can't even imagine how you guys feel of another thing on your plate because you have humans to take care of while me and Tanner are self-sufficient adults. Like we are good. We can take care of ourselves, but like adding kids on top of that, I really can't imagine how that would be. So with that, like, I'm really trying to, cause I really want a family and so does Tanner and I want to try and get my crap together basically before that happens. Um, and I have these other people to take care of or things to do because I don't want to look at my family as just another to do, you know, mm-hmm. does that make sense? Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, the, the nerve of my toddler asking me to wipe his butt during this podcast. I mean, come <laughs> on. <laughs> I mean, life is so busy. I think we're just constantly, our schedules are so full. You have to actually, rather than scheduling things to do, you have to schedule time to do nothing. Oh, and that's yeah. what I'm really yeah. bad at. I'm like so bad at that. Like, yeah, I just feel like if I'm doing nothing, like then that's a waste of my time. But really, I need to be doing nothing for some period of time every day. Mm -hmm. I find myself when I feel like, okay, I have a couple minutes, you know, whatever it is, I feel I feel like I feel guilty. I'm like, there's so much things that could be done. People are like, I feel lazy. Like, I don't. Yeah, it's so uncomfortable for maybe people who are kind of in that same mindset who are busy all the time or like, you know, Ashley, I think of you with your bunch of side gigs and your family and then your husband being gone sometimes for work. Like mm -hmm. same with you too, is like you are constantly busy. So when you are not busy, it feels, I bet it, it just feels so uncomfortable or at least for me. And then that's maybe where I go to my devices and I just start scrolling and it's just mindless numbing things that do mm -hmm. not make me feel better at all. I challenged myself the other day. I got home and then Tanner and I were sitting down um, to eat, but we were kind of like eating out on the couch, like just like not really, it wasn't like nothing formal, never is. And like, that's great. We like that. But like he was kind of working on like his fish finder stuff. And <laughs> I immediately felt like I needed to do something while I was eating. I couldn't just sit there and relax. So then I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm feeling uncomfortable by just sitting here, but I'm going to force myself to keep feeling uncomfortable. And I didn't turn the TV on. I left my phone in the kitchen and I literally was eating and staring at him doing this fish finder stuff in just complete silence. And it was yeah. really uncomfortable not being with him, but not doing anything um, you know, quote, doing anything. I was doing something. I was being present. I was letting my mind rest. I was allowing myself to feel uncomfortable and not Which we're just so like bad. Constantly yeah. have to do stuff. Like, right. Ugh. I know. I think that like, that's why the hiking thing, even though I, I asked my husband, like, why do you like to do this so much? Because it's yeah. just, not, it's not one of my top favorite things. And he's like, I love that I can literally just empty my mind and not have to think like walking on a trail and just, you know, listening to like the crunching of the leaves and just like the sounds of the nature. Like, he's like, I love that I don't have to think about this. And I'm like, wow, I guess I did not even think about that. Right. Mm -hmm. Like you just walk, like you don't have to think about what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're still like, you're still kind of doing something by doing nothing, but you're, but you know what I mean? I, and I yeah. think that's, yeah, I just don't let my mind rest where I'm like, not actively thinking about the next thing I'm going to be doing. And um, so I think that's definitely something I need to work on. Yeah, I had, to, I love walking as well. I'm constantly walking across the street um, on the trails, but I, I had to like stop listening to true crime podcasts though, because yeah. that, it was like interfering with things that I did enjoy because I didn't feel like I could shut my brain off anymore when I was walking by myself because I, I don't know, it just like gave me anxiety. They're like, well, what if this happens? What if this happens? And so like, I kind of had to whittle down on <laughs> some activities so that I could more enjoy other ones. Oh, that's definitely me too. Yes. <laughs> I, I, even my dog with me. We were, I even asked my husband when we were back there, I was like, would you be comfortable with me walking back in here by myself? And he's like, yeah why? And I'm like, seriously? Cause I would be alone and no one would hear me scream if something <laughs> happened. 
I guess just to kind of wrap up this topic and this um, episode, are, are there any things or any like suggestions you guys have in terms of, you know, just trying to make sure you stay on track with goals you have? And it doesn't necessarily be like New Year's resolutions or those kinds of things, but what um, suggestions do you guys have like for trying to at least build some sort of habit? Because, you know, they, what do they say? It takes like 45 days or something, I feel like, to build, to make a habit. So to branch off of that, Shannon, yes. Um, And recently I have learned something that's been really helpful for me because I felt like any habit that I wanted to make, I needed to do it every day or it was just basically not helping. You know, Mm -hmm. it wasn't doing anything. I needed to stay consistent for, you know, those three weeks or 45 days or whatever it was to truly make this habit. But I have never gotten anything that far to see if it really stuck. Right. And something that I learned was if you do something for three days or 30 days, you are still making those neural pathways in your brain with that new habit that says, you know, like if there's a cue, so like, for example, like, um, what's a good one? Like if we hear um, our alarm go off or something and in the morning and we, we get up or we do something else, like there's got to be a cue that tells us to do something, right? And with that, like whether you've done it for three days or 30 days, you are still building those pathways. And something that I always felt discouraged about was, well, if I miss a day, I'm off track. Everything sucks. Just yeah. throw it out the window. I'm done. <laughs> And what they were saying um, is that's not the case. You have still, one day is not going to then just like take out those neural pathways that you just made in your brain with that new habit. All you do is then the next day, you just do it again. You forgive yourself and not even like that. Like there should be no shame, but if there is shame, you know, of like, darn it, you didn't do it that day type of shame. Mm -hmm give yourself and say, it's okay. I've still made these habits in my brain tomorrow. I'll just start them again. So, um, you can, you can, I think what I would say as advice and something that I'm trying to also understand right now too, is if you miss a day or two days or three days, cause let's say you're out of town or you're not feeling good and you're sick or whatever the reason is for missing those couple of days, your habit is not broken you don't have to force yourself to do things every single day because our days are never going to look the same. Our days are mm-hmm. always going to be different and, but you have still made those habits in your brain. So just make sure you, if there's shame, forgive yourself. And then the next day, get back on that habit. If it's still something that's important to you, you have not, you, you are still making those pathways in your brain. You are still training your brain. You are okay. You can miss a day or two or three, or a week, you Mm -hmm. are okay. That's a great point. I think people too quickly give up on everything because it's like, they immediately are just like, oh, you know what? Forget it. I already, I already messed it up. So I'm not even going to try. Yeah. I think too, like trying not to do too much at once and to make more like progressive goals. I have a habit of, okay, it's January 1st. I'm going to like cut out sugar and work out every day and I'm going to be nicer to my kids and I'm going to do this and that. But like I spent my whole life like creating these habits. So I can't just like 
take away like, you know, 25 things at the same time and expect to be successful. Like it's better to just be like, okay, I'm going to work on decreasing my sugar intake so that my joints don't feel so like inflamed or, you know, I'm going to try and work out three days a week. And if I work out more than that, then great. And I'm going to try and have more patience with my kids, but like trying to do everything at once is just kind of like setting yourself up for failure. (laughs) Even Mm -hmm. weight loss goals, they say like, yeah, you can have like, you know, let's say you want to lose an absurd amount of weight, like, but they say, have a goal of like five pounds. And then if you meet that, that makes you feel good. That like releases endorphins because you met it and gives you motivation to lose the next amount. And I don't mean to like keep using weight loss as it's just like an easy example for, you know, goals and stuff. But yeah, I feel like I tend to bite off more than what is like I could realistically chew when I set goals for myself and I need to like scale it back and set smaller goals and then just build off of those. Well, I really, yeah, I love both of what you guys both said. And I I really want to think about that, that um, whole concept of living life backwards. Like you said, Jessica, like I want to think more about that and be more mindful about the priorities in my life and whether or not those are the things that would matter to me the most. Yeah. Well, thanks, you guys. It was great getting back together, and I look forward to another season with you. Yes. Here's season four. Uh, Cheers. Cheers. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Heart and Home podcast. Find us on Instagram and Facebook and share with a friend to help us grow our community.